brought to you by Lister Pros TV, streaming from Tempe, Arizona. And we're live in five, four, three, two, one. Hi, good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Next View Podcast. My name is Tia Moore, and I am a real estate professional with Next View Home Professionals at Keller Williams Integrity First Realty. Today, um, I have a very special guest, Jeremy Eaton, in the studio with me. He's going to talk to us about mindset, and I'll introduce him a little bit later. But first, I wanted to say thank you to our sponsors. Um, we have Justin and Ryan, Oliver Wayland team at Nova Home Loan. Contact them for all of your home loan needs, whether you're refinancing or purchasing new. We have Yvonne Hunter with Platinum Home Warranty. Contact her for your home warranty needs. We actually had a home warranty situation come up recently, and it was not with Yvonne. So hopefully you know who to use when you're looking for a home warranty. Um, and then we also have Security Title, Jeremy Eaton. He's also our sponsor, who also happens to be our guest today. So contact Security Title for all your title and escrow needs. So Jeremy, so Jeremy Eaton, you guys, is um, for, he works with Security Title. He's a sales executive. Are you a senior sales executive with Security Title? I'm, I wanted to make sure I get it right. We don't have senior, but I'm an <laughs> AVP, so okay. yes. Okay, we see we got that right. And Jeremy <laughs> will get me together, so if he does, I, I don't care. <laughs> so, Jeremy, um, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Tell us about your family. Tell us about who is Jeremy. Okay, sure. So, um, I've been married for 23 years. Congratulations. To an amazing, thank you. Amazing, wonderful woman. We have three children, um, a boy and two girls. Preston is um, 22. <laughs> I have a 22-year-old, wow. a 20-year-old, and a 16-year-old. Fun times. I know, right? That's actually really good ages. I know. Yeah. yeah. Now they're wonderful, and we have uh, four four dogs as well in the family. So okay. So one thing I know about you personally is that you like to host videos in your backyard. <laughs> I do on Sunday with Sunday motivation, which we'll get in, we'll get a little more into that. But um, what do you like to do for hobbies? Um, I love fishing. I like to uh, to go trout fishing. Uh, Woods Canyon Lake is my most favorite place to go. That. Yeah, it's okay. yeah, it's a real serene place. I love it. Um, I also like to to go to the gym and mm-hmm. work out. And then okay. in my spare time, um, I actually got a little bit hooked on one of those little video games on your phone, Clash Royale. So Clash I play that as Royale. Well. Clash what is Royale. what is that? <laughs> uh, it's just a game where you can kind of get on and battle against other people and such. Mm. So yeah, just a little hobby that I do in my spare time. Sounds like real life. Just kidding. <laughs> True. That's how I am. Do you do it to just kind of like wind down to do. just kind of decompress from the day? I do. Yep. I use um, and it's such a stupid app, Subway Surfer. <laughs> Have you ever played that? No, I haven't. Have you played that for I? <laughs> I love Subway Surfer. Ah. I don't know why. you got to play it. It's I'm going to have to check it out. I have all the points. I have all the skateboards. I have, I'm all up into that game. It's crazy. Anyway, so you like to play Clash Royale. Clash Royale, yeah. Okay, so are you at expert level yet? I would say I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. If you're going to play it and it's going to help you wind down, it's usually the little silliest games that help us do that, right? Right, yeah. And it's fun. It's something that my boy is a part of the clan as well, so it's something that we can kind of to do together. <laughs> so it's always kind of fun. What else do you like to do? Um, I like to hike. Okay, very cool. I really cool. enjoy hiking, yeah, and um, and really kind of just getting walks in when I can. There you go. Where's your favorite, what's your favorite mountain hike? Um, actually, I used to, when, before we used to live in Casa Grande, I like to hike CG Mountain. Okay. And so here I haven't found my favorite place yet. 
kind of just have gone out to a few places, but nothing that's like, this is my favorite place to hike. Give a shout out to CG. What is it? CG chat? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Casa Grand Crew goes um, hard on their Facebook. <laughs> they do, right? Oh, yeah. They love their Facebook. Yeah. My CG sister. chat does not play around. <laughs> my sister used to work out in Casa Grande and she would be like, they were on CG chat saying so-and-so. And I'm like, what is CG chat? What are you talking about? Right. But anyway, yeah. she likes it. Well, anyway, so tell us. So before we get into your um, your career with Security Title, have, how long have you been with Security Title? I've been with them for 14 years. Okay. What did you do before that? So before Security Title, I was a branch manager at City Financial for eight and a half years. Are you serious? Yeah. I used to be in lending. So did you know I worked for Citibank no. for 13 years? No, I didn't know that. So I worked when they had the office in Ahwatukee. It was, it was a city, it was a bank branch. So we did mortgage servicing. Mm-hmm. So I worked at Awatuki at 50th Street and Ray for a little while. and Or I shouldn't say a little while, for quite a while until they closed the office. And then I was remote and we traveled quite a bit for my position. But yeah, I worked with them for a long time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it was it was fun. I, I started at a small branch and kind of grew that operation. And they put me in another office and then another office. And then finally just got to the point where, um, where I was really no longer connected to the day-to-day operation. I was just auditing files and reviewing, uh, and it was not my cup of tea. I was going to say, that does not sound like you. No, no, <laughs> right? Yeah, because you had to make sure it was everything was good for state banking, et cetera, which obviously we did well, but mm-hmm. I like to connect with people. Yep, so. that's your thing. It is so thing. that's a good segue. <laughs> okay. Because that's part of what your position is at Security Title. So you you love to connect with people. You work with real estate agents primarily, right? That is correct, yeah, okay. primarily real estate agents. So tell us, for those that don't know, can you tell us a little bit about what your role is and what your responsibilities are with Security Title? Sure. So um, what I do is I connect business-to-business relationship with real estate agents, lenders, uh, investors, Mm -hmm. basically really just meet with individuals and find solutions to help connect the dots with where they're at in their business model to where they want to be and provide solutions to kind of help get them to where it is that they want to be, anywhere from new agents to teams to multi-million dollar producers. That's awesome. So can do you care to share some of the things that you do to help people grow their business? Because ultimately it helps you grow your business as well, right? It does. Absolutely. And, you know, and I tell people, too, oftentimes it really it's it's so different what it is that we do, because it, it's sitting down with somebody and then identifying the need. Right. It's like, mm-hmm. what is it that's important to you? Yeah. And then and then connecting that dot. So, you know, whether that's helping people with their online social media presence, mm-hmm. whether that's helping them with their farming and their sphere. Okay. Um, so. Again, kind of really depending on what it is that the that the person is wanting, and if they don't know, then mm-hmm. really kind of you know troubleshooting and figuring out what it is that they that they they want to focus on, whether it's buyers, sellers, etc. Okay, and then helping them to generate more business. I have a question about social media, but before I ask that question, do you find that a lot of the tools and tricks you used when you worked for City Financial? you have used those in your real in your career with security title to help grow business you, you know think? kind of the, the, it, it's a different role because when i was at city financial i was as a branch manager it was kind of more mentoring your employees and working with them so okay. i would say you know some of those some of those skills still the skill set still applies mm-hmm. in any career in any industry that you're in but i learned a whole new skill set coming into the yep. industry right 14 years ago so funny story um, the way that it the way i even got into the industry was I had got to the point where all I was doing was auditing files, et cetera. So okay. then um, I was tired of it and I was wanting to make a career change. I right. just, I, again, a people person. So I applied at 
the title company, and I applied to be an escrow officer because I thought <laughs> because I thought since I was on the receiving end of like the preliminary title report, yeah. etc., that I knew I knew title and escrow. Yeah. So anyhow, um, it was funny because I, I did get an interview, and midway through the interview, um, the county manager said, "Hey, you know what?" Today, somebody in the sales arena gave their notice, and we think that you might be a little bit better fit for sales than escrow. Wow. And so she looked at the sales manager, and they were kind of de- trying to decide, you know, uh, how, how to go forward in the conversation. Because yeah. I asked them, I said, oh, that sounds like it might be interesting. What does it entail, and what yeah. does it pay? Yeah. So anyhow, they, they were of looking course, at each other. One. <laughs> right? They started looking at each other, and I was like, would you like for me to step outside of the, of the room for a minute so you guys can have a moment to discuss? Yeah. And so anyway, I walked back in, and, you know, they put the offer on the table. I accepted it and the rest is history. That is awesome. Yeah. So out of curiosity, if you would have saw the sales position online available, would you have applied for that? You know, I don't know that I would have because I was never in that arena. So I didn't I didn't even know that stepping into that was going to be the best decision of my life. I always tell people and I hope I don't know if my cousin's watching. I'm not going to say her name, but I always she's like, I don't meet any of these qualifications or I don't. And I my theory is just apply for it anyway, because right. One, you don't know what else can transpire just from sitting down and having a conversation with anybody. And two, don't take yourself out of the game. Make them tell you no. Right. No, that's <laughs> so good advice. That, that's the only reason I asked you if you would have applied for it before then, because it's it's top of mind for me just because somebody recently reached out to me for something sure. specific. Right, right. No, and yeah, looking back, I can't say back then that I would have. Now, having been in, in you know a whole different world for the last 14 years, yeah. I feel like the sky is the limit. And like you just said, I mean... Let them tell you that you're not exactly. qualified. Go for it. I cannot imagine you as an escrow officer. The sales position is completely your speed, in my opinion. I agree. You do a great job with it. You're ranked within the top 2% of, is it Fidelity National um, Companies or is it Security Title? Sure. So it's, it's um, I just was uh, received recognition last week for being ranked in the top 2% in the nation for the Fidelity um, National Title Fancy. Group family of companies. Wow. So that's, that's huge. It, it's, it's quite an accomplishment. And, you know, I'm super excited about it. Humbled and honored. But, yeah. Humbled, hey. <laughs> While the camera's off. Oh, right. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's so, awesome. okay. So that's, that's a com- very competitive environment. Any sales are, right? It All is. All sales are competitive. So tell us what you do to, one, protect your ranking and continue to keep your business at a high level and to continue to grow it. Right. So part of that is is really making sure that your current base of business, the real estate agents that have been using you for a number of years, mm-hmm. that you that you stay top of mind in those relationships mm-hmm. and that you, um, you know, continue to, to solidify those while constantly um, going out and looking for, for new people to, to connect with and to do business with. Okay. So part of it is just, you know, um, a daily hustle for okay. sure. I mean, that's that's every single day you wake up and you have to be on purpose and yeah. intentional. Okay. What would you say would be the if you had to say one thing that has helped you stay at the top or get to the top? What would you say that thing is? I am one of the most competitive people that I know. You are very competitive. So I would say that number one thing that keeps me at the top is the fact that I am competitive and I, I love to win. Okay. So I'm gonna just say this. So. Sorry, I hope I don't no, embarrass you. Go ahead. Me. So this is our fifth, I think it's our fifth episode of Next View Podcast. And Jeremy has been watching the numbers like, let me see who had this many views. Let me see. I'm going to do better than this person, this person. Whatever we got to do to get there, I'm going to get it. So you can share it to CG Chat. Um, That's right. <laughs> no, but it's it's so when Jeremy says he's competitive, he is not joking. 
And I think that's important to have somebody like that on your team because if you're if you are a competitive person, you're in sales and you just you want to thrive and kill it, not just thrive, you want to kill it, right. then you need to have everybody on your team going toward that same direction. You can't have somebody with low energy, somebody that is not competitive, they don't care if you hit the goal or not as part of that group if you have different objectives. So that's right. I like having you as part of my team for that reason. So thank you. That's a good thing. So you are very you're very active on social media, um, Facebook in particular. I don't. That's probably the one I'm most active on Facebook and Instagram. So um, I know you're very active there. Tell us about some of the things that you do on social media to stay top of mind with your clients and to connect with other people. Because sure. I know you. I I've seen your Sunday. Your Sunday by the pool videos. Right. Jump in, Jeremy, jump in. You know, it's funny. I I was taking um, social sales coaching, and that was part of the reason why I started doing uh, Facebook Live videos. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and and also with the the way that the Facebook Live video ranks versus just a post, if you just go in and post something. Um, So it it is important. But I feel like in social media, rather than just doing positive and motivational posts, Mm -hmm. that it's good for people to see your personality, to see, you know, the man behind the posts or the woman behind the post right. and really get a feel for for who you are and again like you're saying out at the pool right your own <laughs> environment or at the gym or what you like to do uh, yeah absolutely that's it's me and right. and it's and it's and it's relaxing and it's comfortable so whatever somebody's niche is or what is they that they like to do um, I feel like it is important to go live with that type of stuff and put that on social media again so that people get a f- they get familiar with who you are outside of a transaction or outside of the you that they know right and it lets them into your world a little bit more yeah, because you probably connect with a lot of people that you work with. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes within the work environment, there's not a lot of ability to connect personally. So it gives people the opportunity to get to know you outside of that realm. That's right. So what would you say? Um, so you said social selling. Is that the name of the coaching program? It was, yeah. And so it's Go ahead. I'm curious about it. Tell us who taught that, who who coached or whatever. Right. So um, with the FNF brand of companies, it's something that's an internal. So got it. Yeah. Chelsea okay. Pites was actually the coach. Shout out to Chelsea. You're Good amazing. <laughs> yeah. She was fantastic and uh, and really kind of makes you step outside of your comfort zone because yeah. a lot of people don't like to go live. They yeah. don't, right? They're just self-conscious. I don't like the way I look. I don't like the way I sound. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is, is that people already hear the way you sound and they already see the way you look. So mm-hmm. get beyond that yep, and I go agree. live. Okay, so since you mentioned Chelsea, so it's funny because I started following Chelsea on Snapchat through one of my friends. I think it was Fabi who mentioned her. I bought her book. I read her book, too. (laughs) I didn't just buy it. Anyway, I started following her on Snapchat, and she's hilarious on there. But it was very – so if you guys are interested in, like, growing and connecting to your audience through social media, the name of the book is called Talking in Pictures. I believe that's the correct name. Talking in Pictures. It's, It's a great book. And it helped me get out, start coming up out of my comfort zone because I'm not the biggest, um, like, I think I have a pretty big personality in person, but I don't always convey that on social media. And I never even tried to because <laughs> it was just like, oh, that's a waste of time. And you can get lost in social media. However, I feel like that book put a lot of it into perspective, and it does help you connect with people that you know, people that you may know just a little bit, and it helps them get to know you outside of that professional sphere. So, Right. And even people that you've disconnected with. Absolutely. Okay. Who are also important. 
So have you had any tasks that were ongoing after the coaching program? Um, really, after you finish the coaching program, then you're still allowed to be within the forum. And in the forum itself, the private Facebook group mm -hmm. um, allows you really just tips and tools to stay on top. So you're not tasked any longer, okay. but you're still um, given tips and tools and information to help you stay relevant cool. on social media, right, which is, which is great. Awesome. So what would you say was your biggest um, accomplishment with going through that program? Like what, what habit did you pick up that's a good one that you now use every single day? Or um, I should say frequently. I think really what some of the, the best tools that I that I got out of doing the, the social sales coaching is A, really just going live and being able to put yourself out there and be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. um, and then also an awareness of the stuff that people post because you know as well as I do that some people just post some craziness on social mm -hmm. media and it's like, be aware, be yeah. be alert on what you're posting. Don't just go out there and start posting crazy stuff all the time because yeah. that is your image and that's what people see and that's what people think. And I mean, we've all seen those rants and those things on social media that you're like, no, why did you post that? You need I to know. take that down, right? So just an awareness, really. And then, and then you know, being able to give um, the clients that I work with talking points and things because that's, a, that's the hardest thing sometimes to do is is – come up with what is it that I'm supposed to say? What is it that if I go live, I don't want, I don't want to go live, but if I do, right. help, me, help me with some content. And so really that's the type of stuff that, that I was provided as content and such that I could share with the people that I work with. Awesome. So how do you, how, because you guys do a lot of social media classes, you do, um, you do a lot of things with agents or at least offer it to agents to help them grow their social media. Have you had any agents come up to you and tell you how that's changed their outlook and how they use social media for their business? I have. Um, as a matter of fact, you know, even even when I see real estate agents that are posting like from the MLS, um, just, you know, just listed or just mm -hmm. sold or something basic, it's like, you know, the social sales has actually helped me to go and, and have conversations with them on, you know, don't just post something that's basic like that. Right. Do a video in front of the house, bring in the buyer, bring in the seller, talk right. about the listing, things like that. So right. um, it's definitely helped in that in that sense. And I've received positive feedback from agents that are actually doing that. Look at you. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Thanks. So your boss asked me to ask you some very tough questions. Oh, I bet and she did. I kind of gave you a hint when we first started, but I wanted to let you know that you're off the hook because I was actually just pulling your leg. Oh. So you got all nervous. <laughs> I was getting nervous for no, a second when it comes actually, to her. No, she didn't ask me to ask you anything, but I just wanted to tease you and keep you in, keep you in, <laughs> in suspense. I know. So sorry, Sue. I didn't get them. <laughs> um, so, okay, so let's talk a little bit about mindset because I feel like in sales – if you don't have a strong mindset and you don't, if you're not positive, if you're not um, deliberate, if you're not purposeful, then it's going to be hard for you to excel in the business. Mm -hmm. So what would you say are the key to having a strong mindset or, or how do you keep a strong mindset? That's a great question. You know, and mindset is extremely important in any sales position, really in any position in general, in because what you think about, you bring about. Yep. So you got to get your mind right. And I get my mind right first thing in the morning. Because, I mean, again, I want to set the tone for my day. So I don't know about, you know, everybody, but I, I do, um, you know, I, I kind of do a little bit of meditating in the morning That's and awesome. uh, and such. Because, you know, again, kind of getting your mind, your mind right. And then I do, you know, self-affirmations. Yeah, right. I'm like, I would be that person that looks in the mirror and I'm like, you're going to kill it today. Today's going to be awesome. Wow. You can do it. And I do that every single day. And the other thing that I do, and I try to do this daily, is I take time um, to really think about the things that I'm grateful for. Good. The things that I'm blessed with and the things that are, that are you know, the little things. Yeah. You know, I'm thankful for this. I'm thankful for that. Again, getting your mind in that state so that you can face your day. I love that. 
A lot of people don't realize how um, how important that is. And what time do you wake up in the morning? I wake up at four. Yeah, there you go. See, I'm a 4.30 riser and I feel like if I don't get up that early, then I'm going to, I'm not gonna be able to spend enough time with myself mm-hmm. in order to be effective throughout my day. Because when you work with people, you do give so much of yourself, so you have to find time to make sure you're strong, right? Absolutely. And so I always tell people, that you know getting getting up before they're like you get up before 30 that's just too early well really it's not too early it's just you're you choose to make it too early for you i love it it's i mean i don't always love it but i love it so like even last week i went to um i went to the beyonce or i went to on the run Two. i guess jay-z was there too but i went to the on the run Two concert and i didn't get home until 1 30. i didn't wake up at 4 30 like i normally do but i was up at six and i was right into work like all right, let's do it. Like, yeah, you had fun last night, but you still have objectives to accomplish. You still have to get it together. Get your stuff, get out of bed, get your stuff done, and get get to it. And I did. And I had a good day. And I came in and did a podcast that day. Awesome. And it was a good one. Right. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, so mindset is important to know exactly where you stand and where you want to go. Absolutely. Yeah. What do you think are, so because you work with agents, and just in case any agents are listening, it's not the target audience, but sometimes agents do listen. Sure. So what would you say what would you say are the top three things for being a successful in sales aside from mindset? Sure. So, yeah, so that's great. Or I should say in addition to mindset, not aside. (laughs) Right. So one I would say um, probably the number one thing is have a strong work ethic. Mm -hmm. You have got to put in the work. Yeah. I mean, and that to me that's just, it's key. So work ethic would definitely be one. Mm -hmm. Um, Having a spirit of excellence. Yeah. And whatever it is that you're going to do, if you're going to do it, do it, do it with everything that you have. Don't yeah. do it half-heartedly. Just give it your all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, another thing would be just remaining relative uh, and relevant. I mean, not relative, remaining relevant. <laughs> <laughs> relative, too. But remain relevant. Like, keep keep up with the times. Yeah. Times are changing. Make sure that you're that you're aware of whatever your industry is. Make sure that you stay on top of the cutting edge on what's happening in yes. that industry. Yes. And that way you can share that knowledge with other people, what's working. So to me those those are extremely important things okay. to do. I would say that that is huge because I find that so one in real estate we have at least in Arizona, we have what, eighty thousand agents in our in the Maricopa County? Which is a lot. And so what I find is if you don't actually do business regularly, those are the agents who tend to be disconnected. Right. right? Absolutely. And I always say those are, you know, no offense to anyone, but those are the hardest agents to actually be in a transaction with because you you typically will see them not doing a great service to their clients, mm-hmm. which you feel bad. But what can you do? They, the, the client chose them. Um, but and also I see a lot of agents who have been in the industry for a long time. They won't embrace technology. Right. How have you seen agents or have you noticed a struggle with agents who haven't embraced technology versus the ones that that open their arms and welcome it? Yes, I have. And as a matter of fact, you know, there's there's agents that I've worked with, again, having done this for 14 years that, you know, to this day still kind of kick against the technology. Wow. And, and you see people, other real estate agents, even newer and upcoming people in the industry that they don't know what they don't know. And they just want to embrace it all. They want to yeah. use some of the old school that you that they hear about, yeah. but then they want to incorporate the new school and the technology. And those yes. are the agents that are that are excelling. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, gone are the days of just sending out mailers and just doing this and just doing that not that they're not effective in in their own you know in their own regard but 
in addition to that, what is it that you're doing? And there's definitely um, still, I feel, a pretty big gap with agents who haven't really embraced technology. Yeah. And But the ones we try to, you know, provide agents with tools, but it's kind of like, you know, you can lead to the water, but you can't, can't make, them, make drink. them drink. So, you I know. know, it's so true. But the good thing is, is that, you know, if we can break it down from a title company perspective, break it down and try to make technology easy yeah. for real estate agents, then, then you know, because you don't know what you don't know and you fear the, you know, this giant, this giant elephant, so to mm-hmm. speak. But it's really, it's really not. Once you embrace it yeah. and you're open to change. And that's another thing I think that's, that's important for anybody who's going to be successful is be able to adapt to change. Yep. Because and quickly. industries quickly change. Mm-hmm. All types of industries, not just, you know, the real estate industry, although that's ever changing, yeah. is, you know, don't fear change, but embrace it. If you can roll with change, yeah. you're going to come out on top. It's so funny because I was listening to um, Business Wars. Have you ever listened to that podcast? I haven't, no. So I was listening to Business Wars, Netflix versus, or Blockbuster versus Netflix. And I've listened to it before, but I went to a two-day coaching intensive training, and it was brought up in there again. And so, of course, now I was like, okay, I got to go back and re-listen to it. And it's interesting how, you know, most people think Netflix just popped up, but it didn't. They worked. I think they started back in 97, and they really didn't, you know, they weren't really a household name until probably 2005, 2006, and they started to get bigger and grow and things like that. But Blockbuster was very reluctant to that whole change, which ultimately is their demise, you know, resulted in their demise. But if if anybody's looking for a podcast and they're business minded, that's a good one to listen to, to help you realize why it's to your detriment to stay stuck in a a time that's just quickly passing you by. Right. Absolutely. But listen to that podcast. It's a really good one. Um, On a side note. (laughs) Of speaking of Blockbuster, there is literally one Blockbuster that's still open in the United States. And I want to say it's somewhere up in Oregon, somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. And they have a, a Twitter page. It's hilarious. Like, they'll post stuff. And they're like, we're still here. Just <laughs> Still kicking. I don't know why I brought that. I don't know why I know that. But it's that's hilarious. Funny. Anyway, so we are going to wrap up. But before we wrap up, I just wanted to ask you. Um, is there anything is there anything that we didn't talk about that you want to leave everybody with as you part? You know, honestly, we I think we we covered some of the the important things, but just really, I mean, every single day, make sure you have the the right mind frame, the right mm-hmm. mindset. Mm-hmm. I mean, be prepared to win the day. Yes. Be intentional. Yes. And put your best foot forward in everything that you do. Well, I appreciate you coming on the podcast today. I know I tricked you and thought and had you worried that I was going to ask you some really tough questions or embarrassing questions, which I would never do that. So it's my worst fear is to become a meme, and I don't want us to be on a meme together because I did something wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that, and thank you for having me on as well. Thank you. You're welcome. So if people want to follow you on social or if they want to call you, how can they? What's the best way to reach you? Um, So my contact information was at the beginning, but of course my cell phone number five two zero two zero eight zero one four eight. Yep. My email address jeremy.eaton at securitytitle.com. Perfect. And you're going to get another shout out too at the end. So, all right. <laughs> all right, you guys. I appreciate you guys tuning in for Next View Podcast. As usual, me and my team would love to help you with all of your real estate needs for whether you're buying a home, selling a home, or maybe you just want to inquire and you have questions. Maybe you want to have an idea of what the value is on your house. Maybe you are like, 
Zillow has me at this price, but I know my house is not at this price. Call us. We're happy to help you. Um, we can help you out. We are working this weekend. We're going to have two open houses happening, one in Phoenix, one in Gilbert. Um, check my social uh, my social media page for the addresses. Um, and you can reach me at NextViewTia on Instagram and on Facebook. And call me at 480-521-6898. So before we get out of here, I just want to say thanks again to our sponsors, Justin and Ryan on the Oliver Whalen team at Nova Home Loans. Uh, Yvette, or I did, that's the second time I've done that. Yvonne Hunter with Platinum Home Warranty. Um, call her for your home warranty needs. And our good friend and guest today, Jeremy Eaton with Security Title. He can His team can help you with all of your escrow and title needs. And a special thanks to Farai with uh, Lister Pros here in Tempe. He is amazing, and he's the one who does all of our video stuff for podcasts, as he so graciously and humbly pointed out on Instagram the other day. <laughs> so we'll see you next week at 1 o'clock. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a good day. Bye.